Good evening, good morning, and guten tagen. How's everybody doing tonight? Somebody say, all righty then. All righty then. What? They said it. Ha, 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 ha. Jesus. Well, that's the name that deflees us. And that's the name that frees us. And though the electronics may go frozen, we got Ella here tonight to sing us some, some acapella from the Disney show. I can show you the world. That's not Elsa. Oh my gosh. Okay. 12-year-old Pharisees coming at me. Hopefully they'll be 12 soon. You know, they'll be like, that ain't Elsa Frozen. I call her Ella because I'm totally ignorant old guy. And you know what? We'll see who's right in the end, little yeah. munchkins. Yeah, we did have an Elsa sign in wonder. I can't remember if we said this live or off, offline. But, uh, <laughs> you know, the guys were doing the man things in the man cave, fixing the man problems. And, you know, doing the things that men do to make the things happen so that they can have their whole world in order. Right? Amen? Oh, and, whatever. <laughs> and the women, we were with the kids watching Elsa. Very important. <laughs> While the men were in the men, man's cave. Yes. Taking care of business. So I'm sitting there with Marilyn and the kids. And we're watching Elsa, and it's a good time. And every, they all know all the words to all the songs. And I'm like, man, this is impressive. It's their freaking religion. It is. And so the Holy Spirit, knowing this, so I look over to their oldest daughter, Courtney, and I said, Don't say frick in this house. I look over to Courtney, their oldest daughter, and I said, What would you do if you had Elsa powers? And then she contemplated seriously for a moment, and then she looked at me and she said, I don't know. And as soon as she said that, I felt the glory release come right on my spirit, the Holy Spirit. Touching her, and gold dust appeared right on the girl's face. Oh. And I said, there it is. There's Elsa's powers. Look. Look at the mirror. There's gold dust on your face right now. So you're going to have to find out what you're going to do with it. It's hard to argue with the sand of the upper beach. You know, just, what is it, months later? Was that last year or a few months ago? Time is so strange now. You win. Well... Within months or, or a year, depending on when that happened, maybe you can help hey, me tell the these time. angel feathers out of my face. I'm trying to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. We need to talk about Elsa. It's very important. <laughs> <laughs> the Holy Spirit thought it was so important to bless this girl's face with the powers of Elsa, which was the gold dust of heaven. And there's a calling on this girl's life. And... Within just months, or whether it was a year ago or a few months ago, uh, she gets targeted by Satan and Molech. That's mm, the kind true. of calling on this girl's life. Uh, I forget which color owl hit first. Was it the the brown one or the white one? The brown. brown the brown, yeah. So first you had Molech, Molech then and then Lucifer. Satan, and then Lucifer. Satan flew over. Uh, but before they were revealed for what they were, Go figure. this young girl, uh, Courtney, the one with the gold dust. And so my women's group, I want she you to She shall start, remain anonymous. Yeah. Uh, from the women's group, I want you to uh, pray for Courtney 
and oh. cover her. <laughs> let her Elsa powers increase and let her be protected and defended. You know, so she has a great destiny. And we're just really proud of the uh, Note family for how they're doing things. Yeah. Oh, I am anyway. <laughs> no. The Holy Spirit. Should we really give up first and last? What's next? Phone numbers and social security cards? Don't be afraid. <gasps> the if the Sephiroth is real, it's real. Look into my eyes. Do I look afraid? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're just, we have a lot of wonderful people who are, who are doing a lot of things that help the Lord and increase the Shekinah glory that increase the Shekinah glory and it nourishes the angels and it nourishes our spirit nourishes your spirit I'd say it to your face but it looks more like a bubble coming out of your mm -hmm. neck and this is good for teaching purposes now the apparition just the day before I taught here on the stage against the apparitions of Satan that tried to deceive and they did deceive and lure Jared away from the mountain of holiness and sure enough, the warning comes right before this thing happens. And one of these demonic entities, I believe it was the first one, which was Moloch, appeared as her mother, as an apparition. And so when she saw her mother, or what she thought was her mother, calling her over to a different area in the park, and then she, dis she disappeared. So she thought she wanted her to go up to this other area, and Marilyn, alerted by the Holy Ghost within her, praise God, amen, praise God for the protection, she was alerted to go check on her, since she was nearby but out of sight, and she sees her walking like as if there was a spell upon her daughter. She could recognize that is the discernment of the Holy Ghost, and she called out her name, Courtney! <laughs> And it broke that spell. Courtney Kardashian. It broke that spell. Amen, Kardashian anointing upon the Nolte family. Amen. <laughs> May you be in mansions and riches. Everyone walking in righteousness. Amen. So she calls her daughter's name, and it breaks that spell mm. off of her. And to her surprise, there's her mom. Apparently, you know, again. So test every spirit. She thought it was odd that her mother disappeared mm. but that's, she that's heard weird. her mother's voice yeah that was a demon the ghost of mother's eve that's pretty real <laughs> eve. <Talking> about, <laughs> probably gonna face that in the level of adam cadmon that'll be a primeval principality but um test every spirit and it's important those of you you have kids you have family not to scare them but to teach them and train them to test every spirit right? i'll scare them a little just yeah, show them some joel's bar yeah <laughs> but do not be deceived on this path you will face enemies but if you remain in righteousness you will be protected righteousness holiness purity but it's important that you don't let the kids just grow up a normal Babylonian childhood. They need to be trained as soldiers from a young age. Assassins. And a lot of glory. the protection comes when you're offering sacrifices and financial tithing to your apostolic covering. 
You want to hear in all sincerity what the Holy Spirit said to me today? 99% of Joel's army in America that's sleeping in sin will eat their own tithes and offerings today on payday. 99% of born-again, spirit-filled, ruah souls of born-again Christians who are in the Holy Ghost, partially, a little bit, little ruah souls, 99%, this is what God said, will eat their own offerings on their payday. So we got a backslidden army, y'all. But we want to get them in right standing with Jesus Christ. Because it is pretty nasty out there. And we're in that part of God where we literally will tell you the truth unashamedly. And it'll be joyful and mixed with comedy. So you can make fun of yourself of how sinful you were yesterday. Yesterday's so-and-so, just fill in the blank, write your name in. And your, not your social security number, maybe just your phone number. Uh, uh, I don't feel comfortable giving that information. Well, you don't feel comfortable with much. Mm-hmm. If you can't give an apostolic ministry your email, I tell you the truth, you can't give Jesus Christ your heart. Truth, anyhow. Mm. Truth, anyhow. Amen. I need a truth, anyhow, Amen. scepter. Amen. Thank you, RM Africa. Yep, let it whack you. Bam, bam, bam. Think about it. Now, we need some natural wisdom. We're more paranoid about somebody on Facebook named Mark Zuckerberg or whatever stealing our information than we are in the fear of the Lord of following the Holy Ghost. You know, one thing the religious spirit does when you're in black Malkut. And I tell you the truth, we love everyone in Black Malkut, otherwise we'd lie to you. Telling the truth is the evidence we care about your souls. It's not offensive, it's salvation, it's convictive. Okay? So you need to understand a few things tonight. We're coming after you with the hounds of heaven, and no matter where you're at in the hounds of hell and disobedience, self-justification, hypnotism of the potent sorcery, Babylon the Great, rebellion, and all the dumb things going on and giving and taking of marriage right now in the whole world, which means foolishness of the nefesh, foolishness of the flesh, which is the Hebrew word nefesh, the foolish soul of the animal mind of the human brain doing all kinds of crazy crap in the lower garden in the rebellion wrapped in the serpent instead of wrapped in the fire of holiness and righteousness, wisdom and joy of the Lord from serving Jesus Christ with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Amen. The temptation Mm. oftentimes against me as a preacher of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and as an apostle sent from the throne of Yadevave in the third heaven, my temptation is often to lighten the severity of people's sins. The severity of what people are living in and not bring the full conviction of the reality of the world that your mind lives in. I've gone really, really easy on everyone. I have. Super easy. In fact, my mercy so super abounds that I usually am the one getting getting taken advantage of. They usually walk all over me. I've gone overboard on mercy running Red Letter Ministries the last 19 years. It's true. Overboard. 
way too much mercy. That's according to King David on the rung of Malkut of Berea. He says, you've been taken advantage of way too much. You have not abused religion or you have not abused condemnation. You have not abused severity. You've abused mercy. That's what King David told me today, y'all. That's what David the king in the cloud of witnesses who's discipling me on this rung of Jesus Christ, Messiah King, who's Yadivavhe, maker of heaven and earth, and all the rungs of the Kabbalah ladder. Truth, anyhow. King David said from the cloud of witnesses, you have abused mercy. And I'm going to refine it so that all the temptation to be taken advantage of in a position of power and influence in the stage and in ministry, all this stuff will be refined so they don't walk all over you. So they don't tune in and just go into Disneyland. They tune in and rapture with all their heart. They tune in and they sober up in the Shekinah glory. Amen? Uh-huh. Oh, hallelujah. Uh-huh. They tune in and they turn out to be just a dry old sponge on a sandy seashore in Nibiru's butthole. No, 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 not what you're thinking. They tune in and they actually get marinated, saturated, and baptized in the river of life without all the goofball crap of nonsense of the drunken glory that was a mixture of black Malkut and white Malkut for all ministries. Are you confessing, Brandon, that there was sin in your ministry? No, I'm confessing there's sin in your ministry. I'm confessing the whole earth is the valley of the shadow of death's sin. I'm telling you the truth from a higher rung for all human, earthly, apostolic, prophetic, Shekinah glory ministries in existence. In existence. And we're not coming as accusers. We're coming as defense attorneys, like a Manhattan top-tier law firm, of the true bar of heaven association because we're not going to come with goofball clown ministries anymore the times of being a fool and usually for christ's sake are over they're over and the times of becoming a man and woman of yadevave in a true cosmic bar mitzvah and a true cosmic bath mitzvah are at Hand, mm-hmm. as it's written, put away the childish things mm-hmm. and put on the adult of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no need to be hiding in caves. It's not time to hide in caves anymore. It's time for you to I'm boldly make a stand. Just taking a break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep going. Take a stand. Yeah, it's time to stop hiding in caves. Do you swear to tell the whole truth, nothing but the truth, so help you yare vave, Jesus Christ, Messiah King? Yeah, there's been too many closet people Put your watching. hand on the Bible when you talk to me. It's been, you know, some of you, you come <laughs> around, you watch the lives, you check out the Facebook post, but you don't like or, pu- or comment publicly. I know a lot of that's enemies, but there's some of you, you've been... Learning and watching in secret to protect your spirit as you grow from those you're around. And that's that makes sense for a time, but there comes a time 
to come out of the prayer closet mm. and for you to be you know proud in the sense mm. of your belief not ashamed of the sapphire stones of Jesus Christ's body. I had a famous Christian mm. celebrity once tell me, I wish I could promote Red Letter Ministries, but you're too controversial. Ryan Welch from Corn. that's what he said to me. I wish I could promote RLM, but you're too controversial. Why do you have to be so controversial? I said, I'm not controversial. I'm a prophet of God. If I don't obey God, I die. You know, but people don't understand that in America. They think it's a, it's a translation, it's an interpretation, it's a human thing. It ain't a human thing, buckwheat. You're a human thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm not mad at you or angry at you. You just don't get it because you're not a prophet. Truth anyhow. We have people tuning in thinking something here is human. How deceived can you get and still breathe? If I was still a human, you know what I'd be? Out there selling crack, driving a Rolls Royce or something, working with the mafias, working with the cartels. I gave up my human life at age 18, 24 years ago. There ain't much human left with me. But you come in as a human being thinking we're still like you. The animal nefesh thinks when I look at a human being, they're just like me. And then we judge them on the outside. That's a rich animal. That's a poor animal. That's a gazelle. That's a flamingo. Everyone's an animal. Not everyone's an animal. If you have an animal nefesh perspective from living on the earth, which means all your senses are flesh. All your soul is flesh. Bodily. Earthly. Unspiritual. Demoniacal. If that's your perspective... Every thought, discernment, and judgment you make is completely wrong 100% of the time, and that's 100% accurate. Truth anyhow. Where's my truth anyhow stick? Right here. Bing! 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 You came in here today angry. I came in here today encouraged mm -hmm. in the Holy Ghost. This is the apostle encouraged. When I get encouraged, and not like anything's going right, most of Joel's army is just eating their tithe and offerings, so it's not going right. It's mostly wrong. I'm encouraged by my neshama in Berea, honestly, and that's it. That's it. That's all I'm encouraged by. I'm not encouraged by happy bar mitzvah. You know, after I mention at Joel's bar, then everyone says that to me. Listen. I mean, I appreciate, but I mean, it means zero to me. I appreciate, I don't need the approval of men, women, and I don't need your support, and I don't even care what you think. Truth, anyhow. What I need is the support of the rungs of Yare Vavhe that these Christians on earth don't even believe in or know about, and they're just sitting down there in an animal nefesh form, judging the things of God constantly. Whether I obey or not obey is all dependent on my feelings and emotions. If the prophet offends me today, if the prophet says what I want him to say today. Listen, man, you know what you are? You're a two buck chuck. What's two buck chuck? You can have my two bucks. And I'll give you my two cents. But if I don't like it, I'll chuck it away. And I'll just find another ministry. And I'll find another apostle. I'll find another prophet. Itching ears. 
You know, you see him every single day in Florida. You see him every single day in California. You see him every single day in Ohio, Illinois. You see him every single day coming out of the east and the west and the north and the south and central USA. You see it all over Europe. You see it all over Australia. These people are so idolatrous, they don't even listen to God. And when God says something they don't like, they go find another God in the image they like him in. You know what you are? Card-carrying members of the whore of Babylon. Truth anyhow. Well, what do I do? Just let the prophet spank me? You let the the prophetic word convict you and cut you. Because you're way off and you're not even in the river. And you usually self-justify when conviction comes. Hallelujah. We're having some mature meat tonight. What's on the barbecue? All of us are. There's a golden altar before Yadavave Abba's throne. And if you're not on it tonight, you're completely backslidden. Truth anyhow. I want to share this encouraging word from Sister Farina. Sister Farina has been an encouragement in the women's group. God bless her heart. Thank you for you know, all the prayers and sharing and all the women in the women's group have just been on another level of fire this season. So we're grateful for the prayer, the coverage, and the receiving of the impartation of the higher realms of glory to the best of your ability. So thank you for that, ladies. Uh, This is from Sister Farina. She shared this on Facebook today. Uh, She said, I feel led to speak on these two uh, GTs. Now, for those of you watching, you don't understand what that is. That is simply when someone has a prayer language, there are tongues of men, there are tongues of angels. If someone's praying in tongues, And it's a language of men on the earth. And if you open up Google Translate to that language, it's spoken on the earth, right? If it's Spanish, if you have someone speaking Spanish and you put Google Translate in front of them, it'll translate it into English. So if you're praying in tongues and it happens to be in Spanish, if you put it on Google Translate, it'll translate it into English. And so part of that, for those of you who have seen those and you want to know how to do that, find out what language you're praying in and then just put it in Google Translate. How do I know? Well, ask the Lord what it is. And oftentimes, if you study, just take a little time to sound it out or find out, listen. Uh, Maybe you're familiar with languages of the world. Do a little research. Do a little practice. Uh, Maybe you have a friend who speaks multiple languages. Uh, I worked for a doctor one time, and she spoke French, Spanish, English, and she understood Latin from being a doctor and going through so many years of school. So when I was praying in tongues, and she was a woman of faith, she, her baby, when she when her baby was born, her little girl, she came out of the womb praying in tongues. That's the kind of woman I'm she talking about. She had a soul at birth. At birth, yeah. She was born with it. Really precious girl, too. Really sweet spirit. Amen. She, I mean, she came out the womb praying in tongues. Like, umbilical cord is still there. Yeah. Not like some of these derelicts that were born butt first. Butt first. <laughs> So, I mean, she, the lady, she had a tambourine and a prayer shawl in the back. So we were serious about praying for the business every day for the patients. Patients would come and get healed. Uh, if it was a special case, she'd ask me to come in the back to pray. Like, come help me with the patient, right, so you don't trigger everyone's demons in the front who aren't believers. I, oh, I need to assist the doctor with something. You know, someone's going to watch the front. I well, go pray for was, him. Was she circumcised the eighth day? No. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately. Someday, I believe, maybe she'll be in Joel's <laughs> army. I hope so. God bless her. 
So anyway, so this is a story, you know, uh, she understood all those languages. So when I was praying in tongues, I didn't know what I was praying in, but it turned out to be Latin. And the reason I found this out was because the doctor who understood all these languages and Latin from her studies, she could tell me what I was praying and I would be praying the Psalms. And one of my most frequently prayed words at that time was in Latin, the Psalms, this specific Psalm, be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. And so I thought it was just wonderful that she was able to translate my tongues just from her basic understanding. Now I know there's the gift of the interpretation of tongues and you can practice that or you can work on a gift. Uh, but what's so wonderful in these days, what God's doing with technology, when you find out what language you're praying in, and my languages would change sometimes. So I started to learn to look it up because I knew I was praying in Latin a good portion of the time. I prayed for two hours in tongues one time and the one word kept coming out again and again. And since I said, you know what? It's probably Latin. I've been praying in Latin a lot. I tried to sound it out what it sounded like. Google it, Latin to English. Bam. And that one word was the word out of that two hour prayer session that ended in one word on repeat in Latin again and again was the word that brought me to Red Letter Ministries to my destiny. And I was praying for my L destiny. Lucifer's. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Oh no! What was the Latin word? You uh, want to reveal it? I'm not going to reveal. I'm going right. to keep it concealed. It wasn't Lucifer's. Okay, if you're taking notes. This, but that one, I was praying for my destiny. I prayed to God. I know I'm way off from my destined path. I've, I took so many wrong turns for a long time. But if there's, I, you, you, you can do anything. And I know it's going to take a lot of change. But I'm willing, if you're willing, you know, please make it happen to restore me to the original destiny path you had for me because I knew I wasn't on it. And it was going to take a lot of change to get there. And I, the things that I first, I realized were going to have to happen, it was kind of horrifying to my soul, but all right, okay, let's go through it. Nothing else matters. So it's good to pray in tongues. It was two hours of intercession and prayer. That desire in English, I prayed to God and then two hours of tongues and bam, that was the word. So it was Google translating a tongue that got me back onto my destiny path. So that's kind of where it all started. And then I had people around me in my life that were like, yeah, pray in tongues. So non-believers in tongues. Mm. And it irritated my spirit. I was like, oh, because they don't believe this. They think it's jibber jabber. There's a Disney mm -hmm. path or there's a destiny path. Right. Come on. Hallelujah. Got to get back on that. If you, It's going to cost you something. on the Disney path. Yeah, you might have You're to have a lot of Going into the magic kingdom. Whew. Ooh, Come buddy. on here, my people. So... You know, that irritated my spirit. Bam! No evil watchers in this place. Amen? Yeah. And you're not invited. <laughs> yep, anathema, so. bind them in chains, yeah. archangels. Bam. Amen. Yeah, they don't like these kind of messages, so it's good. All right. Whew, there you're dragging them out right now. i just seen them drag them yeah. out the front door. Yeah, I called them forth and commanded yeah. them to be destroyed. That's good. There you go. I like it when they drag the demons out, bound up like that, just flailing their little tail I around. I see it, too. Yeah. You have no argument against the Sephardic law firm of Jesus Christ. Probably the one that was messing with the phone earlier. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so, yeah, we command every spirit in this place to confess that Jesus Christ came in the flesh. Anyone who won't, the holy angels, bind them and drag them and go and throw them into the abyss in the lake of fire forever in Jesus' Amen. name. Bam. Bam. I love seeing the demons get drug out in chains. Amen. That's encouraging. Amen. That's encouraging. So, 
<laughs> this is powerful time. <laughs> uh, so that's how I got my destiny path. <laughs> so here I was, irritated in my spirit. Oh, these non-believers, they don't believe tongues are real. They think it's jibber-jabber. And then, and this was after I'd already used Google Translate to find my, you know, the, the hint. And I had somebody look at me and say, well, why don't you put it in Google Translate? And I was like, on the inside, I was like, oh, you know, don't worry, I will, you know. But on that side, I said, oh, thank you very much for the recommendation. I, I will definitely check that out. You know, yeah, the holy composure, right? So, try I, not to be offended when the demon talks to you. Yeah, I just like, um, but on the inside, I'm like, Lord, just <laughs> let me, let me out of, just let, give me the. I'm gonna put this in their face. So about a hundred thousand Google translates later of accurate gospel uh, confirmed, like you know, Jesus Christ, you know, is Lord. So Google and translate two hours a day. Yeah, sometimes, and that's only the ones that are. Translated. To the point where I'm tempted to be offended. Yeah, I but, like to pray. <laughs> but mercy abounds, because that's my weakness. <laughs> mercy abounds. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, so uh, so I go there, and it was one of my great joys in life to be able to take it to the non-believer's face and say, well, thank you so much for that recommendation. Look at this, and having to show them all this cosmic gospel right in their face. And it was just so satisfying, total proof, and it was just hallelujah, God you is just real. just rub it in your face in all humility ministries. Yep. Yeah, yep, just smear the dookie in their face, Malachi, was it Malachi 3? Yes, yeah. it so, says rub the poop, the manure mm -hmm. in, in those who bring uh, unworthy offerings faces. Right. Malachi chapter 3 says you are to take the manure and rub it in those who bring unpleasing sacrifices to my altar. Mm -hmm. So anytime you bring an offering or a sacrifice to Jesus Christ, and it's not pleasing, because it's just given out of spite or anger or religion or greed or any kind of other spirit, you know what happens? You actually get manure rubbed in your face instead of a blessing. Mm -hmm. Truth, anyhow. Yep. And I promise I'm going to share what Sister Farina shared, but I just wanted to give you a back, a uh, little background there, so you understand the history. What these are when I say Sister Farina shared encouraging GTs. It's a Google translation. You find out what language you're speaking in, and you put that from that language to English. And then when you speak it, you hit the conversation button, you speak into it. It's going to give you very close uh, to what that means in English, okay, if it's the right language. You have selected. So, uh, the sister shared this. I feel led. To sp I feel led to speak on these two GTs I got earlier. Make sure you're giving at least ten percent of your income to God and sowing into His kingdom. I used to battle fear of not being financially comfortable, and I wouldn't tithe. It was a battle in my mind. But I got delivered through RLM's teachings. Once I submitted to Jesus, my family experienced so many breakthroughs with our finances. His word says he will open up the heavens for you when you obey and tithe. Just remain faithful, follow the commandments, and remember you reap what you sow. And some nice emojis there. And the two... 
that she shared, uh, Sister Farina was praying in Hebrew. Mm. And the one said, donations was lightning. Mm. And the other one says, optimum contributions. Mm. So that is the lightning. Direct uh, translation of speaking in tongues, guys. So interpretation of tongues of Hebrew about contributions being lightning. Amen. So thank you, Sister Farina. Some people might soften their hearts tonight and not eat their offerings and eat the increase of their house. I noticed that the post had reached about 47 people saw that, but only about four people, including the apostle, liked it. Mm -hmm. And so I just, you know, just want to kind of test where, you know, see, let's see where our hearts are. That's the major stronghold. Yeah. We told you that in the springtime. I'd say it's twice as callous now because after you're told, when you go into disobedience mm-hmm. again, you get seven times worse. Right. So the truth is, the people that heard the Holy Spirit speak to them from the mountain of the Lord who didn't obey are right now seven times worse today. Isn't that the truth? Look at them. Yeah. Every aspect of their life, some of them just begin to completely lose their minds. Now you could say, oh, well, they're not losing their minds. Well, every person who loses their mind was exposed to the Holy Spirit and said no to what He commanded them to do. Do you know that's the root of all mental illness and all madness in the whole earth are those who have been around the glory, been around the Holy Spirit, or have heard the Holy Spirit, or seen the angels, or encountered heaven in some way. Mm -hmm. The sephirot of righteousness in some way. The sephirot of Jesus Christ, of holiness and wisdom in some way, and have said no to Jesus, so they go into the darkness, and the darkness begins to eat their brains. All madness of all nations is caused by not following and obeying the one Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ. Write that down. Truth, anyhow. Mm. I'm kind of happy, too, that, you know, this is really good. We were listening to Bob Jones on the way over here, and he was talking about this exact thing. And what Brandon said really was really just on point. He mentioned it in the car on the way over here, just like he explained to you, that that mental illness, insanity, is literally caused by experiencing God but not obeying Him. I thought that was just so powerful. And it's exactly uh, what Bob Jones was describing in his journey coming out of, you know, mental institution, mental insanity himself as a witness in heaven. Thank you, Bob, uh, for being with us for that. It was Bob Jones, my prophetic father, was 40 years old when he was released from the mental institute. Amen. And he was a great... Man of God and a prophet. Great well, he prophet had seen Archangel Gabriel when he was nine mm-hmm. years old. He had received the bullhide of Elijah. He had the mantle. He had the calling. Mm-hmm. When he was 12 years old and his family moved to Kansas City, God the Father spoke to him, Bobby Joe Jones. And he looked and he saw the Lord Jesus, and the Lord Jesus took him right into the throne room at 12. And then uh, he got back to Kansas City. And uh, just got lukewarm. Became a uh, a member of the mafia, and ran liquor, and uh, got into real darkness and some real violent stuff and some real wicked stuff, and lost his mind. Lost his mind, y'all. But he had the throne room experience. He had the rapture. 
Jesus had appeared to him. Archangel Gabriel had appeared to him. But because he was disobedient to his heavenly calling, he lost his mind. Mm. He was locked up for years in the mental institute until he cried out to Jesus. And one of the doctors that was counseling him, I know the story, I've heard him testify it a few times. And the doctor says, you know, Bob, you're not crazy. You just need Jesus. You're just, you need to get right with God. And back then, you know, you mm-hmm. could say stuff like that in the 60s. And uh, you didn't go to jail for telling people about Jesus when you're a doctor at a hospital. You, you could say that. You could be a Christian and tell people the truth in every aspect of our society back then. It's only recently you had to be PC. So the doctor just told him the truth. So he, he was convicted and he began talking to God and as he began to pray and talk to God, walking the halls of the mental institute, he got his mind back. And one day he met with the doctor. He said, you're not crazy anymore. He's like, no, I got right with God. You're free to go today. And he left that day. Mm-hmm. Amen. <laughs> he, the demons left and he left. That's right. And Only because he got back into right standing with the Holy Spirit and mm. said yes to his calling. Otherwise, he would have died right then. Mm. Amen. So a lot of you have had experiences. People want mantles. Bob got a mantle. If you've had rich encounters and experiences, just like Sister Ruthie pointed out uh, to the women's group the other day, I think it was sometime this month or so, that some of the worst cases she's ever seen of women coming through RLM had powerful testimonies. Mm-hmm. Yet they were heavily used by Jezebel's tower and how she's learned and grown from her experiences in dealing with welcoming these women in with open arms just to be so severely attacked and betrayed and really they wreak they some of them wreak so much havoc on the people and the community we're just so grateful to not have those vessels of satan in our midst any longer But what that does moving forward, being part of an army, you know, we were discussing in the women's group how to establish a perimeter, Mm -hmm. how to get the healing from previous seasons, right? How to have discernment about the people that come around. They want to be in your life. They want to be on your inbox. Number one for the ladies, you already know this, but I want to share this because maybe the others who haven't been around or you're new, have they registered on RLM.tv as a part of a serious part of the army? You know, you're part of Joel's army. When people are coming to you pretending to be a part of Red Letter Ministries, oh, I, I love Joel's bar. I watch it. I do this. I believe in Manatron's stuff, you know? So, and they might say, oh, yeah, I love them. I love this. I love RLM. Well, I've been in RLM test for every 15 spirit. years. I'm an I'm Brandon's man. own son. We've had all these goofballs mm-hmm. deceive everyone. One of the ways you can test this spirit is find out, have you signed up? Send them the link to rlm.tv. Have you signed up for Joel's Army? Question mark, and just leave it at that. Don't ask anything else. Don't respond to anything else. Test the spirit on these people. Some of these people Are they be jokers? Like, well, you know, I, I was betrayed by RLM. I'd never seen their name or their face in my entire life. Like, mm-hmm. who betrayed you? Like, you've never talked to me once. I don't know you. We've we've had, like, 3,500 different groups 
on Messenger over the years, and people will be joining these groups and they think they're on staff or something. I mean, the madness out there and the what a lot of it is is greed and jealousy. And I know that, trust me, I, I'm a seer. I watch the dragons move around these people's heads and the snakes coil around their necks and their eyes and their senses. And I'm not stupid. Even though I allowed a lot of stuff to trample me underfoot for time, times, and half a time as a holy place, I understood a lot of the demonic assignments. And I thought I just had to go through it and just get beat up all the time. I really thought that. I thought that that was part of my Elijah calling is just to be trampled on by Balaam's and donkeys and every other thing under the sun that calls itself Jesus Christ and Christianity and false Holy Spirit. And I really thought that was part of my prophetic training. And even though it was a total nightmare all the time, God still did use parts of it. A lot of it became um, callousness and, and different things that hurt my sensitivity at times because a lot of it was just acid from sirens of hell. Yeah, that's pretty normal in gladiator <laughs> school. Let me just finish. Yeah. yeah, gladiator school is what I was going through, and that's what the prophet told me. But as I was going through it, I realized most of this stuff ain't even God's training. This is the enemy literally setting up prison camps, gauntlets, to take out every aspect of my prophetic and apostolic calling in my life to never come into maturity. So those days are long over, Buckwheat. Mm -hmm. Now we're getting real like a Manhattan mm -hmm. top-tier law, law firm coming at you with the supernal law of the sapphire stones. And we cannot be stopped. You will never win once against the law of the sapphire stones when you're with Jesus Christ, his archangels, and his cloud of witnesses. Now some of these higher realms aren't even realms with angels in them. But I've noticed... The cloud of witnesses is there. Mm -hmm. The cloud of witnesses. Amen. <laughs> it's a really interesting bar today. I was just contemplating too, you know, I'm really encouraged um, when something that I share makes a demon manifest and mm. get um, exposed to be drug out. And what's interesting tonight, and this is just, you know, we're always learning, we're always studying the things that go on around us. The thing that made that thing manifest, it was sitting behind the bar over there. Mm. Right? So it's like, you know, bar versus bar. Right? Mm -hmm. And uh, it was the sharing of the tr the translation of someone's tongues in the languages of men into Google Translate into English. Hmm. That's what made it manifest. I know they really hate those. They've always, they've always hated those kinds of things because what it does is the technology... It's so strong. If you're spe if you have the language lined up in the fire right one, exploding in my belly. It, it's just an easy way for you to find out exactly what your spirit is saying, and you're gonna find out real quick. Some people they don't like to do this. They found out in fear. Oh my gosh, when I do it, demonic phrases come out. Mm -hmm. That's because you're demon possessed. So you want to make sure that you're not using the gifts of the spirit and whoring them out to demons in your spirit. Otherwise, you're just channeling Satan's. Uh, so you want to make sure you go through pigs in the parlor, put your hand on your spirit, mm. cast it out, and then take a serious look at your life. I mean, if you really know, want to know what's wrong with you, ask your spouse. They can tell you. Oh, yeah. Ask ask them what's wrong with you and just humble yourself. And Ask your spouse ministries. Yeah. They manifest just mentioning <laughs> that and suggesting that in this place right now. Yeah, just ask your spouse what's My wrong spouse with you. My spouse is not on a higher rung, Rebecca. I was going to, you read my mind, I was going to say, especially if they're in a lower rung than you, they, they can definitely tell you what's wrong with you. 
They're probably not going to say it with the grace that you'll want them to, but it's fine. It doesn't matter. You can just take the raw material and just use it. I'm certain she's in black Malkuth. <laughs> yep. My you know, one thing mango. I noticed about the animal Nefesh soul, they use all divine knowledge against others. Yeah. 100% of the time, that's the evidence you're still a devil. Yeah. Those of you who are more spiritually advanced than your spouse, you're probably more wicked than them unless you've ascended to a higher circumcision. So if you're more spiritual, but you're still on Malkut or Black Malkut, you're probably twice as wicked as them. So just yep. take that Pharisee. into account. Yeah. But not, of, a, not a good Pharisee. But let's, why don't we talk into... We've, okay, so we've mentioned this before on Joel's Bar, but a quick refresher. We talked about Jesus' oral tradition encompassed the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the scribes, and the teachers of the law because it was perfect balance tifret Let's on teach display. on the good Pharisees. Teach on the good Pharisees. Well, I got some teaching on the good Pharisees. Yeah, I was going to let you Pass the mic over here. Yeah. Take Jesus said, now this is something that's been a mystery to me for a long time. <laughs> now I'm facing so much stuff in the Sephirot. Like, my eyes are blazing through Bina and Hakma. So... Just so you know, if there's anyone that loves the Holy Ghost, pray against Pan and Molech tonight. Yeah. Pray against Pan of Bina and Molech of Hakma because that is who we're warring against tonight in, in the world. In the supernal rungs, that uh, <laughs> is also in reference to Berea and Absolute because mm. Bina emanates in Berea and Hakma emanates in Absolute. So you're dealing with... Uh, those kinds of things. And I want our prayer warriors and our prayer teams and our intercessors around the world to understand clearly where to direct your anointed prayers of your Ruah souls. Amen. Direct them against Pan and against Molech, and we will do well. So this, some, this thing right here kind of baffled me for a long time. I went to five years Bible Jeez. college, two years teen challenge, blah, blah, blah. Seven years, 10,000 hours studying the Bible before I was in full-time ministry. Truth anyhow, boasting in the flesh. Please send me an email and how I need to humble myself. Send it to... <laughs> Who do I even pick on anymore? Uh, we don't have anyone left. Send it to 555-555-555. We can say, how about message. team? I was going to say team at Redland. No, 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 no. Don't, no, don't, don't, don't think it exists blah, 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 anymore. Bleep, bleep that out. <laughs> I don't think it exists anymore. It's like men in black. Wipe the tape. Okay. Anyhow. Yes. I was wondering, why did Jesus say this? I have never understood this mystery. In 20,000 hours plus of studying the Bible, I didn't understand why he says it's okay to do what the Pharisees are doing but just don't have their hearts. That bothered me. That still offended me to this week. I've never had the revelation how Jesus Christ could recommend. Listen now. Some of you don't know this either. How did Jesus the Messiah recommend the ministry of the Pharisees, teachers of the law, and scribes and Sadducees? Do you know he did? He did! You're like, oh my God. That's why I recommend some of our students. <laughs> I refer them to an enemy class of sorcerer Jedi. That's <laughs> uh, a Mandalorian uh, Grogu training. So, 
finally. I diverse. This was probably <laughs> one of the areas for me because we're like red letter Most ministries, so I'm supposed to know the red letters. I didn't know this red letter. I still didn't understand it even to this week. Okay? Doesn't matter if you're a Bob Jones. Doesn't matter if you're a senior prophet of Bobby Connor. It don't matter if you've been raptured to the throne room 46,000 times. There is stuff there that is sealed and locked away you don't know nothing about, but it's in the Bible. This was one of those realms that was sealed off for me, and I never understood it. How did the Messiah recommend the Pharisees, the scribes, and the teachers of the law when y'all know they killed him, they were religionists, they were greedy, how did Jesus recommend their ministry? You could say, that he, oh, he didn't recommend their ministry. That's your interpretation. No, he says, do as they do. It's okay to follow them. Just don't be what they are on the inside. That's all he said. You could do what they do. You could say what they say. Just don't be the open sepulcher of their inner man. Now, why was that? The reason was, is because outwardly, they practiced righteousness inwardly it was the clippeth of the rungs of the black mm -hmm. sephirot now that's written in acts chapter 7 and if that's a big terminology we'll go into the master class freshman and sophomore year it's totally explained now listen acts chapter 7 stephen with the glowing face tells the sanhedrin you have served the star remphon and molech that's what he says word for word Acts chapter 7, Stephen, full of the great supernal wisdom of a glowing man's face. So you're talking about a man on the rungs. You're talking about a man on the ladder. You're talking about a man walking on sapphire stones. And he tells the Sanhedrin, You are serving Remphon and Molech. And you're always stubborn and resisting the Holy Ghost. At that point, weeping and gnashing teeth. But Jesus recommended their ministry. The Lord Jesus said it's okay no problem. to follow the Pharisees, even say what they're saying, even acting like them, but just don't have the same heart as them. Have a different heart. Why was that? They were Kabbalists, y'all. But they were Kabbalists of the wrong tree. They were Kabbalists of Remphon. What is Remphon in 2,000-year-old wisdom? Oh, so glad you asked. This was before Freemasonry. This is before the Jesuits. This is before the Catholic Church. This is long before secret societies. This was the secret society from whence came them all in every single nation under the sun, it was the Sanhedrin. The Sanhedrin had secret knowledge, oral tradition of Moses, but they were serving the fallen angels with it. That's why outwardly they looked like perfect Jews. Inwardly, they were serving the star Remphon. What's the star Remphon? The Clippeth. The star Remphon is Clippeth. Kabbalah. They were Kabbalists of the Klippeth. They celebrated the second day of creation in which God created hell, a kingdom for the principalities. Okay? 
So these men were knowingly serving Molech and Remphan. Right? Absolutely. So the whole secret society of the rulership of Judaism and the false temple of Herod, which God didn't commission, Herod commissioned it, then taxed every Jew in the world or, you know, some kind of manipulation so he could raise 40 billion with a B. Today it'd be more like 50 billion with Joe Biden's inflation. It'd be like 50 billion dollars of Jews and Gentiles, because the Gentiles, all, a lot of them believed that the Jewish God, Yadavave, was the only God. Right? Truth, anyhow, there's synagogues on the whole planet. So the whole planet was receiving a temple tax from the Jewish religion to build Herod's temple. Herod had favor with Caesar, didn't he? Herod had favor with Pontius Pilate, didn't he? It went from king to governor. Pontius Pilate was governor. Some of y'all manifest, you need to chill out. Went from Herod and his palace to what? Pontius Pilate in the Bible. So they're swapping Messiah between their false kingdoms. Okay? They even brought him down into the dungeon where there was a secret dungeon underneath Herod's palace. That's where they pulled his beard out, slapped him, and interrogated him put a purple robe on him, and then sent him to Pontius Pilate and said, crucify him. He's not our king. Caesar's our king. Why? Because they were serving Remphan. Okay? They were serving Molech with secret Kabbalistic knowledge of the high priest of Moses and Aaron. They were using Mount Sinai ability and have already sold out to Caesar, Lucifer, Satan, Pan, Satan, Molech Satan, long before Messiah came on the scene. Truth anyhow. So when he came on the scene, what's the first reaction? Another king has appeared. We better kill him, right? You think if this was a real king, they might honor a prophet. They might honor the Messiah. You'd probably want the Messiah if you were a son of David on the throne in the kingdom of Herod. Why did they react the way they did to kill the Messiah? to kill another king. You can only do that if you're already a king in the Sephirot of the Klippeth. Otherwise, if you're not high-ranking in the rungs of Molech, in the rungs of Pan, in the rungs of Lucifer, Satan, you don't have any interest in killing a good man. You don't want to kill the Messiah. You want the Messiah to help you in Jerusalem, in Israel, Get rid of Caesar. Get rid of Pontius Pilate. But their reaction was completely different. See, we're exposing all the ancient world because that ancient world had, has created and built this modern world spiritually, naturally, mentally, morally, and physically that you're in right now. And if you understand those days, you'll understand why things are the way they are today. And I need you to understand that they were already Kabbalists of the Klippeth way back mm -hmm. then. Now, the Jews, the wicked ones, shared that secret knowledge at a price in every single nation on this planet for the last several hundred years and even before that. Several hundred years. 
Okay, so some of these Kabbalistic books of the Dark Ages and Middle Ages, they would give them secret knowledge, and some of these Kabbalists were good. They're not all Herods, okay? Some of them were pure. Some of them had good intentions. Some of them literally wanted to help people come to Yadavave, the God of Israel. So they're not all bad, all right? But some of them absolutely took advantage of the secret knowledge and ensnared the nations with it to this very moment. We call that the deep state. I call it the Illuminati. That is what the Illuminati actually is. And it's going down in Jesus' name. How is it going down? Because the sons of God are manifesting in Berea and at salute of Jesus Christ, Kabbalah, and Sapphire Stones today. And all the archangels and all the cloud of witnesses and all the stars that Yahweh Vave, Jesus Christ, Messiah King created are on our side warring against these enemies in the whole world. Amen. Amen. And for your notes at home, if you're taking notes on Moloch and Rephon, that's Acts chapter 7, verse 43. You have taken along the tabernacle of Moloch and the star of your god Rephon, the idols you made to worship. Therefore, I will send you into exile beyond Babylon. And if you know from your studies so far, when Israel was in exile, the Shekinah would be in exile with them so we want and beyond babylon means babylon the great babylon the great so moloch there that represents uncircumcised uh, black hakma that also corresponds to the world of absolute the, these they have influence in other worlds and then refund mm-hmm. there uh, if you took the master class you'll know this but it's a good refresher that represents pan here if you go into the uh, origin of that word in history there that's pan Right, so that's Moloch and Pan, and that's where you have Pan on Black Saturn, Moloch on Black Hakma, and then from the mountain. Let's go and just peek at mm. the mountain range real quick. This is a, this is a nice visual, so you can have a pictures help so much. I have these in my um, vision. When I see this, you have Pan there on the left, uh, the kind of goat looking guy over Black Saturn, Moloch, the owl. Uh, that one has kind of a white color. There's some brown in there. In his appearance, he's more brown than white. When Satan as Lucifer appears in the owl, it's typically going to be mostly white. Okay. All right. That's good. For your notes. Mm-hmm. Amen, amen. So they got a white owl, Moloch, instead of a white dove, the Ruah, Hakadesh of Jesus Christ, Messiah King. So you could say things are pretty ugly out there, but obviously they pretty good in here. Mm-hmm. I mean, we winning, y'all. We winning Big time. Amen. And uh, you know, we have angels here dragging demons out during the live <laughs> show. It's pretty good. Uh, so if you're here live... And they live, were silenced into Duma without screaming as they yeah. gagged them and took them out. Yeah, I've seen that. Just its tail Didn't flailing Didn't make around. a scene. Isn't that yeah, nice? So nice. Hallelujah. But keep that in mind here, you guys. We have angels who are carrying demons out. So if you want a greater... If you're mm. about to walk into a greater repentance tonight mm. before you leave, go ahead and do that repentance. Whatever the Holy Spirit highlights to you, just decide, you know, I can change. I'm going to make the change. Have your way, Holy Spirit. And just let the deliverance angels uh, drag those demons out of your soul and and cast them into the lake of fire. Amen. Because we're always going deliverance to deliverance. And so it's a great opportunity. And let's go ahead and have a holy angel uh, sit in the bar 
Mm. Uh, where the instead of the demon, where is that? Let's get it all. You know, that's ha, ha, ha. The bar of heaven, amen. Glory, not amen. the bar of Satan. The true bar association amen. of the lawyers yes. of sapphire stones. <laughs> you know, God said a lot of the goofball, clown city crap of false drunken glory going to be burnt up, eaten up of the last se- season because you eat old season's bread, it turns maggoty. Mm-hmm. It is written. So those that are still in those old manifestations that haven't ever matured to rise on sapphire stones. I'd hate to be you right now. Truth is, it's time to grow up and show up. It's time to mature in real wine. You know, the world of wine is called Berea. I've been in the drunken glory and a wine bibber of the Holy Ghost since 2000. In the year 2000 is the first time I got drunk in the Spirit. Do you know that? We had people come down into Teen Challenge during Spiritual Emphasis Week from the Toronto Blessing, and I got drunk out of my mind for 45 minutes, laughing uncontrollably, speaking in several different dialects of tongues on the ground. They lined up all the men in the men's program, 55 of us, and I was the only one who got slain in the spirit. That's how hard their hearts were towards the manifestations of Toronto. All of them rigid standing up. I didn't even feel anything. Right? You know how it is. Not you guys. You guys have soft hearts. You had been slain in the spirit. Ha 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 ha. Angels are tickling me ministries. Angels are tickling. I know y'all are super sensitive to the Holy Ghost. But there were some men in that program, 54 out of 55, that were rigid, that said, I didn't even feel anything. That's one of I the I condemn most, the Toronto that's, movement. That's one of the most childish things. Okay, see, it I happened whew. in 2000. I haven't been around <laughs> the glory stream for a very long time relative to a lot of people with different experiences, but one of the most childish things that I've ever seen in Christianity is in the glory stream, that manifestation of that demon that comes up on the faces, well, I didn't feel anything, and then they start to attack it and belittle it and just... Oh well, it's not that good because I Rebecca can't. Rebecca was it. nine years old and she <laughs> felt it. <laughs> yeah, I sure. do. Yeah, when did when did the Toronto blessing happen? I was ninety four. So I was three. three. That's when I learned how to read, Dan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they opened up reading for me. <laughs> but now we're getting our all of. But Toronto that. went from really ninety four to two thousand four. Mm-hmm. It was ten years. Kind of two thousand four. How old? Um, like, Math in this glory. Toronto Airport Christian Fellowship. Toronto's been coming up in the GTs lately too. I was like, Holy Spirit, you I was like, God, you like Toronto. They're still going strong. I said, God, you the really like The are still amazing up They're there. so drunk. Okay, I went man, <laughs> when I went and saw them in Houston, I got so lit it was drunk in there. I was giggling so much. I don't even think it ended it was them at all. No, I think, it's never stopped. I think they just kept growing, honestly. Yeah. I think they've been growing. The entire time since 2004. Now, the whole movement in there is definitely not this crazy as it was for those 10 years. You'd mm-hmm. have 100,000 people come through Toronto Airport Christian Fellowship. I mean, up to like millions every year mm-hmm. visiting. That really stopped in 2004. That's why they say the revival ended in 2004. But it didn't end in the Arnett's hearts. The Arnett's mm-hmm. hearts. Yeah, everywhere they go, they'll be soaking in the Holy Ghost. And then the spirit John will just kind of whack people, and it, it's so fun. It you know God, he carries the message of the Father's heart, oh, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he does. They yeah. really blessed me. I, I was so good. To, yeah, I totally to recommend them. their ministry. Yeah, totally. I think oh man, 
Some of you were like, "Why well, Phantom was the only rent that a man?" I tell you, well, you're demon possessed. You're the next people to you gotta betray love us. Mount- you gotta love the man. You're the. You're actually in a cult of delusion in your own mind, not even understanding the prophetic that we walk in. Right. And there's some of those people around that don't understand mm-hmm. the kingdom, and they just are lost. You know, it's cool. They asked the pastors to come down. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm a YouTube pastor. So they ran down there, you know. Yeah. And they're going down the line. And I'll tell you what, this service was so yeah, you drunk. just saw them a couple of years ago. Yeah, last year, one year ago. Mm. Uh, right. It was actually right after I already had all my stuff packed up to move to Minneapolis. I made a, a trip to Houston to go get just whacked over there. I was like, that's perfect. The movers are going to be taking a couple weeks with my things anyway. And uh, so I can just put stuff in my car, drive over to Houston, have a, you know, go to their, uh, what do you call it, God, is it a God festival, whatever, they, you know, uh, go experience Yeah, that. it was called the Love Festival. Oh, they, oh, it was, oh, Embracing His Presence, that's what it was called, it was Embracing His Presence at mm. Houston. And, uh, ooh, there was some presents, that was good. I only saw like three witches the whole time too, which was really nice. Amazing. Yeah, one of them, uh, the worst one. Less than RLM. Yeah, the, one of them. Uh, wasn't a regular was like a regular southern like she you know the Houston witch she's got like the thing on her head did you get like the the southern kind of spirits I don't know what you call them it kind of reminds me of like coming out of Louisiana straight from around. the eastern star but it was kind of like a southern backwoods kind of you know potions kind of lady uh, and then the other one the worst one was she thought she was really Christian mm. and she'd done three 40 day fasts Ooh. And uh, they were trying to hijack my divine appointment time. So mm. I was just like, you yeah, know, I, I got to go. You know, there isn't a real warlock in the universe that doesn't fast. Part of the occult is fasting. Yeah. And I can tell some people fast occult style. Yeah. Why? Because the Shekinah has an increase and you're no closer to the apostles. You're further away in delusion. Truth in yeah. Make sure you fast towards him, not from him. Amen. Yeah. Amen. But it was a real good time. Again, I think it was like only two or three witches the whole time, which was really shocking. I was like, man, there's a lot of glory here. Barely have any witches around. And uh, so, you know, I go in there and the Arnots are ministering. And it was just as soon as you go in the doors, sweet presence of the whole, like, just like being in your prayer closet, it's that sweet presence, but like magnified with all the souls in that place. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is nice. It was really nice, and you know, they. For a year, she told me it was the most love she'd ever felt in oh, the atmosphere, yeah. and it was the standard that she required of me to walk in. So I had to really pucker up. <laughs> like Bob Jones, like I'm ready to pucker up. Yeah. Jesus. No, in a good way. No, it, it challenged me, and I I needed it. It was good for me. Yeah, I mean, something about you know some of these grandparents. Uh, I'm well, like you know. Uh, John and Carol are not. Oh, I know them for twenty years in the glory stream. Well, you know what's no, amazing is within like one year of like, that. Yep, they're right. Within one year <laughs> of that, it the the love has surpassed it on Sapphire Stones greatly. Mm. So I think you know, I don't know if it's that like was the, competitive, the previous standard though, wasn't it? That was the previous standard. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, the only thing that's totally mountain top. It's real. mountain. Yeah, they have real like the very pinnacle of the mountain top of the glory stream. I believe is in VCC Houston. Mm. Uh, that that's been in there. Now I know there's some infiltration that's happened since then. Yeah, not anymore. Not anymore. But it's just whatever. You know, we pray for everyone on the mountain. I believe, and I think some of you have this word too. The cloud has moved, y'all. That 
when more of the floods and the rains of glory start coming, we're going to get back some of those people who haven't gone on the sapphire stones, maybe because of ignorance or offense or just, you know, not being sensitive to the Holy Spirit. So we have to stay sensitive. You know how we're going to get them? Isaiah 66. I wanted to tell them what happened, too, because I believe this is about uh, what God's doing next in the world. When I went down to get the impartation, they said, you know, they want to pray for the pastors. I'm a YouTube pastor. Yeah, okay, I'll go down and get the... And I didn't. this is my first Christian conference. I've never been to the Christian conferences before. I think the only one I'd been to was like the RLM one in like 2018, 2019, something like that. Um, but this, this is my first Christian conference, that, except for the ones like, not including when I was a kid and I went to church for a while, like... Uh, like they're basically like Baptists without the Baptist name, right? So, this I'm so excited. First Christian conference. There wasn't much of a sensation except for donuts. No, that's and what a sensationist is. is the no sensation of knowing. Allowed. No sensations are allowed except for excitement for the donuts and, and coffee. If it's, if it's not dry, it's not God. Right. Like <laughs> exactly. You, you know exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like that. So this is my first like people who actually like. Being baptized in the Holy Ghost conference, I'm, I got to go to. I feel like a kid in Disneyland, like a holy Disneyland, you know. I go in there and I go down, and I'm excited because I never had anyone pray for me to where you like fall out and stuff like that, or like go into a conference or do the thing, you know, the fun. Slain in the spirit. Yeah. And uh, so they're going down, and I'm excited because every single person they touched was going down, down. It was a lot of glory. Like even before that, people were getting hit, like fireballs from the spirit was hitting groups of people, mm-hmm. and they were laughing. And everyone around me when I sat next to these precious grandmas were laughing and they couldn't stop laughing and it made me laugh. We were like the loudest group in the whole thing and no one cared and it was just wild. But so I'm in the lineup with the pastors, every single one of these pastors getting laid out. And there goes John, he's just laying hands on their head. And I could, I was watching because I, I, I didn't know them. I didn't know who they were, I didn't know what they did. But I was always checking to make sure people aren't pushing them over because I used to hear people, they would like oh, yeah. push people over. Nobody was pushing nobody Many over. skeptics. Nobody was pushing nobody over. I was checking too. Like, I was just like, just to make sure, like, oh, is it legit, you know? But they were touching the head, and every single one of them was whoosh, going down. Mm. I was like, all right. And, but when they got to me, I just started crying. It was so wonderful. I felt that love of the Father's heart. Mm. And when John, he asked me, what are you going to do with it? Mm. And I, I told him what I was going to do with it in my own way, but I asked for more. I said, please. I started crying, tears coming down my face. I need more. I, they, I need to take it with me. I, they, I need to bring it to them. And please give me more. And I was the only person in the whole line. He stopped, and he gave me a double portion. Mm. And so it was really special. And when I got that double portion, because I wanted to bring it here for you guys in Red Letter Ministries. And yeah. I know she was I driving up to Minnesota at that time. And that was me not knowing that I didn't even know that they had done any move of God. Hmm. Yeah, you didn't I, even, I didn't know, even know who they were. Yeah, I had no hmm. idea. I just felt the presence of the Holy Spirit in there. <laughs> I don't know my history very well. I don't, I got, we're catching up. You got a D in revival history. I got a D in revival history. Literally, sorry if my angels are embarrassed. I know you're in charge of my education. I was very rebellious this whole time. I'm sorry. It's not your fault. It's my fault. I take full responsibility. I, on the other hand, took master's <laughs> degree level in revival history. <laughs> he was a good student. I was a and good got student. an A. Thank you very much. You did. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, all right, remedial class. That's why we're in summer camp. Amen? Amen. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's why it's re- and there's only one, two, three. So, three people in remedial oh. class with us today. Anyway. Yeah, wow. 
summer school. But uh, so that happened double. So I got a double summer portion school. of the R nots, uh, whatever the the blessing with the Holy Spirit. But instead of getting laid out, I started surfing in the, in the glory. I started surfing the wave. I went. I just got transported in the spirit, and I was surfing that wave. I dreamed of these waves, and I was surfing that wave. But I was the only person to get laid out. And uh, it hmm. continued on through the entire message. But you absorbed it like a sponge. You yeah. felt the Shekinah go in. Oh, yeah. He just didn't have enough on draft for you. I was, I, well, I told him, someone, I told him. Who did I tell him? <laughs> they were praying. Somebody was praying for me at that one. They tried to get me to go down after I'd taken everything they had from the river out of their belly. And I would drink it all in. I mean, is that all you got? You learn how to be a sponge of the Holy Ghost by loving him for decades, right? Out of your belly flows rivers. Well, after they release their whole river, I'm like, come on, man. I want some more. More. I'm thirstier. At that point, you're no, no longer really welcome around their churches. Right. It's really hard. It was, yeah. It can be really challenging. You've had enough Holy Spirit. Get out of here. No, no, no. <laughs> but they were just, they were so gentle. They were so gentle and they were so sweet. And it really blessed me. And I just, I knew that I received the second time he prayed everything that I needed to bring uh, over here. Uh, but what the Lord showed me later on was they did they were the loving outpouring. And kind to you. They were very loving and kind to me. Yeah. But he, I'm just talking about yeah, my testimony. Yeah. Yeah. They weren't as nice as John and Carol. They were at first until at first. I could out drink them of the river of life. And then it was yeah. like, you make us look bad. You're no longer welcome here. That 24 different leaders. Yeah. Probably the, the clippus of the earthly Sanhedrin. Probably. Well, <laughs> hallelujah. Where are they now? Clipped. <laughs> well, I think they some of them made it into heaven. That's good to know, huh? Yeah. Praise God. Amen. So I end up surfing the glory to the point the catcher person is like, are you sure you don't want to just lay down? And I just is like, I'm good. And you know why your tolerance was so high? Because you'd already learned to be God inside minded. Yeah, I've been drinking a lot. And God inside mindedness yeah. in the charismatic glory stream is the most fringest, yeah. fringest of the fringe. I met three grandmas there who were God inside minded, and they were totally okay with like any kind of an intoxication. The remnant of the remnant of the, of the remnant spirit. in yeah. the glory stream are the God inside minded ones. Yeah. So we're talking about the highest level of maturity of the charismatic church they're the god inside minded ones and they're the ones who found me and talked to me they yeah. were the god inside minded grandmas and one was a real birds seer. of a feather flock together yeah i like them they're precious i hope mm -hmm. i get to see them again sometime they were really nice i could sense that white dove and that white eagle yeah they were just i love their stories i love being around them it's so nice i was like it was cool to be around people who really just care i have seen your unicorn they might have seen my unicorn yeah Amen. It was, it was fun. I had a good time. Uh, but the cool part was the surfing, the wave prophecies and and all that. And precious uh, John, he let me continue surfing throughout the whole message. And it was just, it was a good time. <laughs> that was yeah. really nice. Yeah, I remember watching you with John preaching. You're just over in the corner. Like, just like, uh, just, can't, can't. I was just embarrassed. Like, I don't even know who that is. I don't is. know who that is. I don't yeah. know that woman. I don't know I don't that know. woman. Yeah. I had a time in my life. It was a real blessing. Uh, but what I feel like the Lord was saying was that was also a passing of the baton. They talk about mm. um, the next generation. Uh, that was your Ruth Heflin moment. Yeah. 
So we're going to have cool. another wonderful outpouring. <laughs> oh, the Holy Ghost. <laughs> it really was. Really it was like your Ruth Heflin moment. Yeah. It was the same exact deal. Yeah, isn't that nice? That's really cool. And then when I came back, when I came to Minneapolis, then we started having the gold dust and mm. the diamond dust and that stuff kind of manifesting. Yeah, and it definitely increased. Yeah. Like for our summer camp last year, yeah. It was that, like, it was like every day. I got me. an emerald from yeah. heaven this week. Yeah. That's cool, huh? Yeah, that's really nice. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Like, we were like, what? <laughs> did you sell it to buy your Florida house? Nope. I um, sucked it up with my Dyson vacuum cleaner. And threw it in the trash. And threw it in the trash. Because it was beach sand from heaven. <laughs> yes. It's beach sand. <laughs> Clean up that sand out here. <laughs> Why would you do that? It's so precious. Nope. It is precious. Yes, I value Vacuumed all that it. stuff. Um, but you don't understand. The upper Garden of Eden and the lower Garden of Eden, gold dust and gemstones and gemstone dust is literally the sand of some of the beaches of the upper Garden of Eden coming down through the Sephirot, mm -hmm. the path of lightnings. So it's basically beach sand that's hitting you. That's what gold dust mm -hmm. is. It's Garden of Eden. Garden of Eden isn't just, oh, a garden like mm -hmm. Central Park. Take our galaxy, or even our universe, and the universe isn't even as big as the Garden of Eden. Can we show them this kind of lightning thing going on? That one? Because I want to explain to you guys why the love that's coming through RLM and that's coming through Brandon is so much stronger than even the best of what I experienced with the glory stream uh, a year ago in that really amazing moment. Uh, this power of Shekinah that you see here emanating in these worlds that is the love of God. That is the substance of faith. That is the substance of divine love. And it increases as you rise through the worlds. So as we pioneered through these worlds, that experience of a higher love, and I honestly, I was talking to the Lord about it recently. I don't think it would even be the same experience for me, even if there hadn't been any issues, you know, with... Um, mountaintop people backsliding and things like that or you know some of the negative reports that had come back from the angels about the situation I don't think that it would even be the same experience for me anymore because I've tasted of a higher level of love that's so far above mountaintop the sephirot the sephirotic realm is so far above mountaintop that it's literally so you can see the mountaintop. Yeah, experience. Yeah, I was seeing that vision. Coming too. home by Akiena is my favorite mountain and uh, Sephirotic Kabbalah picture of the stairway of Jesus Christ's ladder rung by rung there, starting with Yasad the moon right there in the stairway. I felt like what I experienced in Houston last spring was literally that mountaintop right there. Yeah. That was like... That's when I met Ruth Hef Heflin too, mm -hmm. was on the mountaintop right mm -hmm. there yeah. when I was two weeks old in the Lord. Mountaintop glory stream experience, but the realms of the sapphire stones are so much higher. So much higher. <laughs> Let's zoom in. Take but why don't I feel loved? Okay, well, you know. We need heart circumcision. Yes. It's because you're married to demons still and acting like it. Right. And you know what? God has grace for that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
It's not going to feel like love at first. Righteousness never feels like love at first. You know first, what he told it? me today? Isaiah 66, 24. But he said it comes forth as conviction. Yeah. But in the 10th week, it'll come forth as total condemnation and annihilation. What does Isaiah 66, 24 say? So glad you asked. Mm -hmm. Then they will go forth and look upon the dead bodies of the rebellious men who have mm -hmm. transgressed against me, against Yarivave, Jesus Christ. For their worm maggot will not die. What are maggots? In yesterday's movements of Come Jesus on. Christ. Maggoty bread, maggoty manna, yesterday's movements that have become monuments. Jesus Christ says their worm and the maggots that are those that are in the drunken glory from 10, 15 years ago, those that are still clinging to some other manifestation from 5, 10, 15, those that are in Pentecostalism, mm -hmm. and we got our 16 points of Springfield, Missouri, all the kinds of crazy crap denominations do. I tell you the truth, that's what maggots are in yesterday's manna. And sometimes, mm -hmm. I, I'm going to be real with y'all, y'all got some worms and maggots. No more maggots. In your spirits. And they need to get burnt up in the sun. We haven't had nothing but maggoty bread for three stinking days. Meat's back on the menu, boys. Oh, hallelujah. After they committed suicide. After they chopped off an orc's head and fought amongst themselves, they ate one of their own. Let that be a lesson to you because that's exactly what Christians do. Yep. In the wild. On safari. For their worm and maggots see. will not die, and their fire will not go out in punishment, and they will be an abhorrence to all mankind or all Malkut. That's what it says. Isaiah 66, 24. Then they, who's they? The chosen ones. The ones that are walking on sapphire stones. The true lovers of Yadavave Jesus Christ that have obeyed him with all their heart, mm -hmm. soul, mind, and strength. They will go forth and look at what? The dead bodies, corpses, mm -hmm. the slain that the sun kills. The sun, S-U-N, will kill it like a sword because we will have a sun sword in the higher realms that will literally annihilate the wicked. That's the sword the righteous are given. It will anathema everyone that's rejected the stairway in Christianity. The whole horror of Babylon, as is written, will be annihilated into the Dead Sea. Book of Revelation of Jesus Christ. So the false bride, the horror of Babylon, are the ones that reject the Kabbalah of Jesus Christ. Truth anyhow. So, God the Father was telling me today, this wave right now, where we're at, that goes forth now, is conviction. Which is such a great mercy that there's so mm -hmm. much time, even again, for all believers in Jesus Christ. All people with Ruah souls that are baptized in the Holy Spirit. And you pray in tongues eight hours a day, or four hours a day, or 30 minutes a day, or two seconds a day. But you got the baptism and you pray in tongues. All the Ruah souls, even the Baptist souls, even the Anne Graham Lotz circles and mm -hmm. the Evangelical Free. And, you know, sometimes there's Catholics and Lutherans that literally love Jesus more than anything else in their life. I've met these people and it's blown my mind. So they're in all kinds of different Christianity out there. There's even ones in Judaism that love Messiah King 
more than a lot of Christians do. They just don't know his name is Jesus yet, but they're actually their heart is postured towards him. That's written in Romans chapter 1. Do they not obey mm-hmm. and fulfill the law when their hearts are postured towards me? It is written. And they have obeyed me, not even knowing my name. Well, well as you guys know my name, but still bear the image of birds, beasts, and reptiles because you got familiar with a God you barely know. Truth, anyhow. So there is a posturing of the inner man to walk in the fear of Yahweh before their eyes all the time. And everyone that loves the Lord their God, who loves Yahweh, maker of all the heavens, seven of them, and maker of Malkut, earth, they will begin to walk towards the mountain and will walk on sapphire stones. And from that perspective mm-hmm. now, as forerunners and pioneers, Rebecca and I, true apostles sent from the throne of Yarevave, we will prepare the mm-hmm. way for all the one billion of the Bob Jones harvest to come up the Sephirot from the high place of the mountain. What's the high place of the mountain? The glory stream. No doubt about it. The drunken glory and those God inside minded are the top of Mount Carmel. They're the top of Mount Calvary and they should be greatly honored. Bill Johnson should be greatly honored. Okay, Heidi Baker should be greatly honored. Truth in it, Rick Joyner needs to be greatly honored. John Arnott needs to be greatly honored. And there's a list that need to be greatly honored because they have stewarded well. Bobby Connor needs to be greatly honored. They have stewarded well what God gave them in their time. And they're still stewarding it well. They haven't backslid at all. They're just on the top of Malkut. The top of Malkut, guys, is the lowest rung. It's the lowest you can get in the kingdom age. It's the highest you get in the church age. Now it's time to cross over into the promised land in Jesus' name. And the promised land ain't on earth. The promised land is in the heavens. The promised land is on sapphire stones. Amen. Take a look. Come and see. Malkut, Earth, Sandalphon, Yasad, Moon, Gabriel, Had, Mercury, Michael, Raphael, Netza, Venus, Heniel, Aniel, Tifrit, Sun, Raphael, Michael, Gavura, Mars, Camiel, Hesed, Jupiter, Zadkiel. We fly over Dot Pluto with the Archangel of Holiness. Uriel the Lion, Bina, Saturn, Zafkiel, Hakma, Neptune, Raziel, Keter, Uranus, Metatron, and the worlds ascend Asaya, Yetzira, Bria, and Absolute. In that seventh week of Absolute, as you ascend the rungs of Jacob's ladder, as you ascend the rungs of Akiana's coming home, as you ascend the rungs from glory to glory, you shall have harvest. You shall have abundance. You shall understand how Jesus Christ has given you the keys of his kingdom. When the Lord Jesus Christ said, I have given you the kingdom of heaven, he did not mean earth only. Somehow, in our delusion and religiosity under the principalities of the Klippeth, we think the kingdom is just earth, and then heaven is a rapture into the third heaven, and we skip the second. Well, the second is called 
new heavens if you go through it on sapphire stones. The issue is you're not taught well. You've never been taught righteousness. When righteousness is taught, you don't skip second heavens. You make second heavens new heavens where righteousness dwells in the name of Jesus Christ. If you skip second heavens, you're in the church age. You have very little rewards if you do that in the kingdom age. During the church age, the standard was so low in the earth, it was the dark ages. Bob Jones called it the stone age. Why was the church age the stone age, senior prophet Bob Jones with the Elijah mantle of the previous generation? Why was the church age the stone age? Because you're only on one stone. Anybody have an idea what stone that was? Earth! 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 That's the only stone you've ever known. Now, kingdom age is holy buckwheat. There are a lot of stones. God builds with living stones, sapphire stones, ephod 12 gemstones of the high priest. Let's go into the heavens and walk on sapphire stones and walk on diamonds, walk on emeralds. What did I do when I walked in my apartment three days ago? I literally almost walked on an emerald that had appeared in my doorway. This happened, signed in wonder, posted it all over social media. Why did the Holy Ghost bring an emerald-looking crystal? I didn't have it tested to the jeweler. I don't care. It's the sign and wonder. So for the teaching of the prophetic, so you get the impartation. Understand true prophetics. The emerald was in the entryway because you are about to walk on emeralds, says the Lord. You're going to walk on emeralds, says the Lord God Almighty. And Jesus Christ is his name. We want to have them in their bank account. Well, no wonder why you're on the earth mixed with demons. You need to have them where? Under your feet. Walk on streets of gold. Walk on an even higher street of gemstones. Gold is like the heart, the vav. Okay? Apples of gold and settings of silver, it is written. Amen? Amen. So the silver is the outside and the gold is the inside. Now what's even greater than believers' rewards, silver, gold, and gemstone? Holy! Told you. Gemstone is. Higher than silver and gold, gemstone is higher, greater. A gemstone's worth thousands of times more than gold. Right? Mm -hmm. If you were to have today a 55-carat ruby or even a 5-carat ruby, it would cost millions and millions of U.S. dollars. Imagine emeralds and rubies that you're walking on in the second heavens, because we've already discovered planets made out of pure diamond. Hello? We've already discovered planets made out of pure gold. We've already discovered recently, they've discovered in the center of the earth, it's made out of nearly pure, solid gold. The earth you're walking on, they've just recently, in 2023, discovered the center of planet earth is mostly gold! But if you watch Sailor Moon Crystal, you already knew that because obviously Sailor Earth is Tuxedo Mask and his crystals Some of you are getting the, the drill right now. 
I'm telling you what, they've been talking about it in Sailor Moon <laughs> since 1991. Why are we drilling for oil? We could drill for gold. Man, we need to slap these people. Come on. Amen. Yeah. You need to drill for the gold inside your belly and your spiritual stomach and bring forth the river of gold from the upper garden of Eden. Amen. We need to bring forth the kingdom within. We need to discover the Shekinah of Jesus Christ's Torah called the gospel. Jesus is a rabbi. We're just, we're so far gone and removed from the book of Acts. And we need to get back to the Garden of Eden. But we're like not even at Acts yet where we understand the gospel is the Torah of a rabbi. You read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John? That's the gospel. No, it's the Torah of Rabboni. Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, and I don't care if you call him Yeshua HaMashiach or Joshua, as long as it's an honor, and long as it's worshipful, amen? You can call him Josh. You could call him Jay. Jesus ain't going to get offended by all y'all. He ain't going to get offended. He's not a reverential demon. He's not a religious spirit. Jesus is one of the boys. They're leaning on his heart. As they're chilling, eating matzah. I don't know what kind of image you have of Jesus, but I'm sure you're not accurate if you're on the earth. In the heavens, yes, he is one of the boys. He is your brother, and he's your older brother, and he is one of the boys. But the strictness and the seriousness and the severity gets more and more awesome as you know him in higher rungs. I know Jesus today in ways I could have never dreamed of 24 years ago in Teen Challenge. I could never have imagined how awesome his kingship is, but he's still one of the boys, and we still crack jokes more than Rebecca's comfortable with. Oh, really? <laughs> She's like, I'm always comfortable. You know, yeah. the, the comedy sometimes gets out of hand. Yeah. The joking, the jesting. It's nice. That's nice. I like it. All right. Well, I'm going to do more now. Give me permission on camera. It's yeah. about to go back into the drunken glory of Bina. Yeah. Of you gave Bina. me some coding before <laughs> we started today. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's nice. It's really nice. What is Bina? What's the drunken glory of Bina? Some of you are just like, oh, drunken glory of Bina. You haven't it's known the It's the world of glory. wine. There is a world above you. Called the sixth week. Okay? The sixth week. That world is the world of the best wine. It's like people are like, you're so serious. You're not drunk. It's like, no, honestly, actually, you cannot fathom or comprehend the intoxication that I'm actually experiencing right now. It's a verified fact. Where did we get drunk today? I got drunk at the chiropractor. Oh, an angel I, I, of absolute descend, descended upon the apostle. Chiropractor. I was this guy. They, they had a cool sticker on the He's back like, of the computer. You know, my chiropractor, his doctor, he started prophesying the shit kind of pouring forth from like a river. And for five minutes, he gave me perfect genius IQ, nefesh genius IQ financial advice, how to obtain our property for RLM Florida perfectly. And it's Without having the 500000 which means whoever out there that was going to write that check for 500000 you need to still send it. Yeah. Amen. You need to still send it, but we're going to manage it through the genius of my doctor who was adjusting my back and neck from God knows what kind of stuff I've and been Ian, dealing with. Literally, I saw as we were leaving the chiropractor's office, an 
angelic being, I'm going to call it being because I don't, Yetzirah is the realm of angels, Berea is the realm of seraphim, but this being is a is an entity, a holy entity that serves Jesus Christ who came in the flesh from absolute. And I've never seen anything like this before, but it was wonderful. They're adjusting my neck so severely, I had to ask them, is this going to cause nerve damage? And they're like, well, only if you have this set up. It could. Because, I mean, they were, the they were deep <laughs> tissue massage. And they had electrodes and stuff connected to me. Just Zap them real good. And the doctor comes over, a chiropractor, and there's the loudest crack I'd ever heard. And they had a big sticker in the chiropractic office that says, Best Crack on Lake Street. I said, you got that from Joel's bar, didn't you? Best Crack on Lake Street? The crack of the neck and the popping of the yeah, chiropractor? That was a pretty fun sticker. And we the, liked it. And the receptionist says, it's controversial. It's controversial. Some people hate it. Some people love it. I was like, well, I know about that. Yeah, it was <laughs> like relatable. What spirit are you of? The spirit of Brandon Barthrop. You're welcome. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. That was a nice time. They had a little massage chair. I was waiting in the waiting area. Just getting an awesome massage. He says, here's what you waiting. do. You don't Airbnb it. Because then you got to change the sheets, and they just treat it like crap, and they party and disco there, and they're drinking, and they're slutting. You don't want any of that garbage. None of that. You rent it out by the month. Then you only have to deal with it a month at a time. You'll make twice as much with ten times less hassle. It'll pay for itself. You, and you want to go get a 15-year loan and reinvest what you'd be paying if you had to pay for it all at once. It was just like, and it was like that for like five minutes. I mean, he was speaking not that slow. It was so fast. My spirit had to just download it, and I got it. But it was faster than my brain could calculate financial wisdom. Came through the download of the chiropractor. Mm-hmm. Isn't that cool? Yeah, and that chiropractor, I believe, was empowered by that angelic being of absolute that we saw. Freaked me out a little bit. I yeah. thought maybe he was a Freemason warlock or something. Like, how do you have this kind of ability? My unbelief manifested like, what is this? This is too good to be true. <laughs> just a tiny tiny bit that man is a character <laughs> oh i love that that place one of um when he pulled me up he said good conversation i, I looked at him and went, what are you <laughs> you pulled me up you know because your face down as they're adjusting you and he had just like gave me some of the highest level intelligence of a human being ever poured into me my entire life for five minutes like a machine gun like a concentration ecstasy mm-hmm. so when he pulled me up i was suspicious like, what is going on? He's channeling the river, but I'm suspicious. How are you able to channel such intelligence? And the Lord showed me he counsels people all day long like that. He just lets God and the Shekinah flow through mm-hmm. him, and he speaks to everyone like that. He's used to counseling everyone that he adjusts. Yeah, that's, that's my favorite doctor in the whole place. They were Isn't really cool? blessed to be I need over someone there. like that in yeah. my life. You got him right now! Just receive it! Yeah. I'll give you adjustment. You know. With a bat. My my trainer is the one who recommended we go to this place and specifically him. Uh this this specifically him. And it's amazing. I want to share this because there's an impartation of elect of uh yeah. There's an impartation of excellence <laughs> in the sharing of this. <laughs> Thank God for the codeine, amen. Heavenly codeine. Pretend if you want to look, you know, funny, and you're righty. Pretend like, like you're, you're a lefty, because then it will lighten it up. It doesn't look professional. Like man, like terrible looking swim. Yeah. Shut up. Well, the interesting thing about this doctor, 
uh, a chiropractic professional, uh, my trainer explained to me why he's so good at his at his uh, his craft. This is what he does. He studies his book like it's the Bible for him, and not like how y'all study the Bible. He engages in chiropractic Torah. 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 That's his Torah. Yeah. So and even during the day, he'll reference it. He keeps the books there physically on site. He continually practices it, and he is learning all the latest downloads, the newest. Uh, technology, the newest, whatever the discoveries are, he's integrating that. He's always referencing back to his books and he stays in it like the word. And what it does is he's doing it out of a care for the people. They have so many healing testimonies of people getting like the woman in the chair next to me. She's saying, every time I come here, I have to wear waterproof mascara because I just cry so much because I get so much healing. Yeah. Where the freaking crap am I? You want to have a blessed business. Stop thinking like a religious demon and just start, you know. That shocked me. I couldn't believe she said I'm like, what in the world? No. I don't go to the chiropractor very often, obviously. Yeah. But but it's a great place. I'm really thankful for the recommendation. The woman said, the knots and the tightness in your upper back and your neck is so bad. You need to come more often. We'll see, we'll see if these Joel's Arby punks give. Right. <laughs> but uh, you have to understand, when you become excellent in your field, right, you're putting your passion. Is it just a money scheme? You're just trying to do a money scheme? You're just trying to be a religious That's demon? That's a cheap shot to get donations. Okay. Well, it's fine. No, it's not. It's fine. But I hear you thinking that. Well, hallelujah. But you want to be excellent in your area of expertise. And this man, he's so he's so inspiring because here he is studying his materials daily, always staying sharp mentally and emotionally to really connect. He takes the time to connect with his patients and to really pay attention to what the pain points Marketplace are. Marketplace excellence. Can you imagine if y'all had that? That's what I'm saying. Like, it's possible. You can. You can absolutely have this. So you need to study your your business, what your calling is, what your expertise, your field of expertise. You should be, and the Holy Spirit has mentioned this again and again, but you need to be the expert in your field. Start to learn Somebody from the best. Somebody just turned it off there. That one cut him to the heart. Yeah. You should be the expert in your field as someone who's walking on sapphire stones. You set the, you're you're going to set the standard. But that starts with humbly receiving from whoever is the best in your field. And a genuine compassion and caring for your clients. That doesn't mean so nice, nice Christian that you get walked all over. That's why when you go to places like this, you sign a waiver before Eight of our closest start. people say they're on Black Malkut of Asai right Oh, now. yeah. I wanted to ask about that. Um, Ten of them say they're on White Malkut. Okay. For everyone who commented that they're on... Uh, uh-huh. On Yassad. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look at all these people or, see they're on Yassad. Okay, so I want everyone who commented that you're on Yassad of Isaiah and anyone who commented on White Malkut of Isaiah, especially those of you who are on Yassad, I need you to put in the comments here or on the Facebook post the two to three physical signs and wonders that confirm you being there. Type them out. Type them out. Write it out in the comments. Write it out, even in the RLM Facebook group. Yes. Two to three signs, signs and, wonders. and wonders outside of yourself that confirmed you're walking on Yasad of Asiah. Amen. Amen. It's really it's important. Good. 
Okay, waiting. No, I'm just here. Yep, okay. checking right now. Well, I need to okay. go take a nap. All right. Okay. Maybe tomorrow. All right. So you want to make sure you have those uh, signs and wonders. It's not just a feeling or I felt it. There will be external signs and wonders. Okay. Well, did you know that a lot of people are staring up into the corners of their rooms in like a daze in a stupor? You want to hear about that for a little bit? Mm -hmm. The sons of Yarivave will come from the higher Sephardic rungs, like a top-tiered Manhattan law firm, the true Bar Association. Mm. Well, we like that. RLM TV's taking over Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen. Whatever. Oh, yeah, We're the repenting RLM TV. now for how we originally repented. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good, man. That's the journey of Sapphire Stones. You're repenting of how you originally repented. 100% accurate. Oh, yeah. I wish you guys could see the RLM neon TV neon sign in here. Honestly, we showed up in person today. Oh, I got it. And we showed, shared a picture, but the picture does not honestly do it justice. Here, wait, let me... I wonder if this is a video. You. Take a look at the Sephiroth of Akiana first and... Get that set up. Whack the clip with out of your brain. Yeah. Well... It's a journey. Yeah, you guys gotta see this. Hey, hey, hey! Okay. I think maybe on the video here you can see its brightness a little better, but uh, <laughs> I saw the picture that was posted online doesn't even do it justice. I'm not even sure if the video is quite as good, but it's really beautiful, so. Yeah, it's not bad on there. It's not bad on here. It's barely acceptable. It's probably 30-fold. Yeah, 30-fold of what it looks like in, in, in person, person. it's kind of startling, like, man, we're really coming up in the world. Right. Well, hallelujah. And a lot of it is thanks to you. Yeah. It's not no thanks to you. I'm not a sarcastic demon. Yeah. A lot of it is thanks to you. And a lot of you are doing really good. Yeah. So just because we're serious with you doesn't mean you're doing bad. It means we want you to do even more gooder. Amen. Even with your writing, writing, and writing, right. and arithmetic. Yep. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Ah, uh, the scourging of the sons. And that's love. <laughs> so, we do need to raise the 496,000 for Red Letter Ministries Florida headquarters. But I've had all kinds of signs and wonders and confirmations how's, how it's going to happen. And I know a lot of people are overwhelmed. That's a big number, Brandon. Well, Rodney Howard Brown raised $5 million in like five months. And they built a compound and all that. And I'm not comparing our ministry to Rodney Howard Brown because we're a million times better. That'd be foolish. But Rodney Howard Brown in Tampa, Florida raised five million in five months, and I honor him. I honor Rodney Howard Brown. But I'm just saying, if they can do it, guys, it's easy for us. We can do five hundred thousand. That's within where we are right now, and it doesn't even require a sixty million person harvest. That's like six hundred people harvest. That's like six hundred. Six hundred could easily raise five hundred thousand. So I recognize it's going to be a gradual thing as people tithe. To Red Letter Ministries America, 
to what we're doing here in Minneapolis and in Minnesota as the tithes and offerings come in, as people just get into obedience where they're at, right where you're at already, not the overwhelming 500,000, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, how am I ever, I can't even pay my electric bill. Just the 10% of what you are making right now as a foundation of the bare minimum obedience of white Malkut. Bare minimum, barely even saved, barely even going to heaven obedience is 10% in white Malkut. If you're not even doing the bare minimum, you probably have some major mixture in black Malkut. If 10% is hard and offensive and the tithe is offensive to you, Black oh, sure. my vave. oh my yade vave, Yeshua HaMashiach, Messiah King of the 10 weeks of the 10 ladders. Because if that's offensive, the 10%, you can't even get more bare minimum to be a Christian than 10% of your income to the tabernacle of Moses, symbolized by the apostolic priesthood of Jesus Christ and his mighty men and women on the earth. So, whoa, if we're struggling with 10%, let that just reveal how horrible the rebellion is against Jesus Christ amongst the charismatic glory stream Pentecostal or all Christians who claim to believe in Jesus Christ. It's awful. And that's why Jesus Christ said his second coming be like the days of Noah, where they're all distracted in worthless garbage that meant nothing because it was about to be obliterated. If you're out there distracted on a bunch of natural stuff like family and friends that has no eternal value because you're soul tied into the earth and not, it's not even helpful, you're just delusional, I tell you the truth, circumcise that stuff off you because the bare minimum requirement of any disciple of Jesus Christ in the Torah of Messiah called Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John was you had to leave your family. You had to leave your family and follow him. I'm not leaving my family. You don't have to leave your family, but you have to clip the soul ties. It symbolizes today in 2023, snipping all the soul ties to your kids, to your spouses, to your mommy and daddy, to everything in the earth, so you can have a soul tie called the marriage of the lamb that you do not have, but think you do in your brain, but don't have in your spirit. And that's why you're a little mentally ill. Truth anyhow, the mental illness will go when it becomes a real soul tie to Jesus Christ. Now, if you're soul tied to Jesus Christ, everything we say at Joel's Bar is refreshing to you all the time. No severity would challenge you because you're soul tied to Messiah. The issue is usually your soul tie, which is your marriage to God, ain't bigger than your ones to your spouse, your kids, your parents, your friends, your city, your community, your rec center, your gym, your bank account, the pyramid on your $1 bill, and just about everything else in Babylon the Great. But when your soul tied to Jesus, married to the Lord God Almighty, whose name is Yadavav, hey, nothing can offend you. Because it just goes into the fire. Oh, feed me more. There's nothing, no meat too strong for you. You're at the marriage supper of the Lamb because you're soul tied to the Lamb. You're the bride of the Lamb already. The issue is, most of you are absolutely not. You're soul tied to something else and you wonder why it's blood sucking 
stealing everything of your income, your your family, your life, your blood, your health, your relationships, all of it. It's because you're covenanted to the clippeth. You're covenanted to a demon spirit in Babylon the Great, beyond Babylon, as is written. You're beyond Babylon. You're in Babylon the Great. And in denial, then covering it with the gifts of the spirit irrevocable for your brain, so you're bewitched. I'm not saying you're twice dead, but you're bewitched. You could become twice dead and go to the lake of fire, because that's a possibility. If you're born again, speaking in tongues, still under the clippeth, you're in danger of twice dead. I'm not going to lie to you. You could go to eternal hell, where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth forever, if you don't repent. Especially when an apostle of Shekinah glory of heaven, like me, is talking to you, because it might be your very last chance. It might be your last warning from the God of heaven. Oftentimes, God's used me in that way. It is. And then they're muerte. They literally die. And you see on their Facebook, in memory of so-and-so. And I've already seen it hundreds of times since I've been in full-time ministry. It's not to scare you. It's to put the fear of God before your eyes because a lot of you are just goofballs. You're clowns. Right. They probably came around after the people died already and you never knew them. Yeah. A lot of their families blame me for their deaths because they're so stupid. It's true. I had to clean up all that mess and I just, you know, listen, man. The prophet is hated. It's written. A prophet is not honored in his hometown. When you are telling the truth from Jesus Christ... There is so little people pleasing mm -hmm. that people freak out and murder you before the altar. Yeah. They murder you before the altar. You can't blame the apostle for Annas, Ananias and Sapphira dying. It's not the apostle's fault. It was Ananias and Sapphira. They had a principality in them, mm -hmm. and they walked up with no fear of God. And Peter is a temple of Yadavave. He's in a higher rung. Because Jesus Christ taught him Kabbalah. Because the real Jesus Christ is the ruler of heaven and earth, the maker of everything. Not your fake Christian Jesus that isn't the ruler of nothing. Mm -hmm. It's like second heavens is too much for Jesus Christ. Your Jesus Christ is a demon. Your Jesus Christ is a figment of your imagination. My Jesus made the stars. Genesis 1, fourth day, it is written. So I have dominion in those realms and rungs because I'm not a delusional Christian under Jezebel's witchcraft. My Jesus works on a street level. I was born looking down the barrel of a 44 caliber hand cannon. I faced death continuously since the day I was born. Mom tried to abort me three times in the womb, didn't kill me. Dad shot at constantly after Vietnam as a leader on the front lines of the Marine Corps, active combat veteran in Vietnam. And it was Vietnam from birth to this present moment. I've had people empty clips at me right outside this Joel's bar where I'm talking to you right now. There's bullet holes still in the windows right here at Joel's bar. So we have faced death constantly in the USA. And you have the audacity to sit there in your living rooms or in your cars and judge us. I tell you the truth. You've been warned. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Walk in it in Jesus' name and you shall live. Disobey it. Harden your hearts even still. This is what's going to happen to you. We will look upon your corpses from the ladder 
and there will be no tears in our eyes, says the Lord. Amen. Amen. The Edomar anointing. Glory. Amen. All right, so. Time for the offering. Time for the offering. <laughs> <laughs> we have better things in hope for you. We, right? we don't wish that anyone dies. Amen. It's just you have to understand if the reality and the seriousness of the nature of God. This is how things are. This is how it works. If you go and continue to harden your heart like they did in the rebellion, they, you know, you drop like flies. So we have better things in mind for you. We want you to succeed. We want you to be happy. We want you to walk in the fear of the Lord. We want you to enjoy the intoxication of the pure wine of Bina. We want you to walk on sapphire stones and know God. But it is a very serious thing for those people who decide to partner with the demonic or with their false Jesuses. It does get very dark. And that judgment does come out. So, it went from abortion yeah. to baptism. You know, my mom's testimony, bless her heart, God's going to heal her of Alzheimer's. Pray for her, Teresa mm -hmm. Flaherty. Mm -hmm. But it went from abortion to baptism in two months when I was in her belly. And so my dad had to counsel her and tell her, no, look, we're going to church. We're going to go to church. They went to church. Revival broke out. The revival of Seattle, Washington, 1981. My mom said when she was baptized, she felt lightning. This is her own description, not mine. Lightning surging through her body for 10 days straight as I'm in utero. She's two months pregnant. Went from trying to abort me three times to getting baptized in lightning in two months. 1981, Seattle, Washington. True story. Amen. Saved by the Woo! lightning. <laughs> from abortion to baptism. Glory to God. The same lightning that saves is the <laughs> lightning that kills. The fragrance of life. It's heavy tonight, isn't it? Or the fragrance of death. It's the fear of the Lord. Yeah. Walk in it. We need it. Amen. So what's the fear of the Lord? Cloud by day, fire by night. All you gotta do is follow it. And don't stick to yesterday's manna. Although the teaching... See, mm -hmm. people in white Malkut are so infant in Christ, they say, well, freshman master class might be yesterday's name. No, it's today. It'll be relevant for the whole kingdom yeah. age. It's kingdom age master teaching. class. The master class literally is not going to be yesterday's manna until you're in the heights of the Sephirot, mm -hmm. fully circumcised, walking the lightning path, and you've ascended multiple worlds. Yes, multiple, multiple worlds. And we don't have mm -hmm. anyone in RLM higher than Asaya, mm -hmm. except us. Yeah. So you guys... You're just starting out on Sapphire Stones. Most of you are still on Earth. A few of you have literally begun to ascend, mm -hmm. and you're the highest ones we have in RLM Global. So be encouraged and solidify yourself. That's why it's very important. Every single one of you that responded on Brandon's post, Yasad of Isaiah, it's very important. You need to go on there and type in the comments the two to three signs and wonders exactly how they happened to you that confirmed to you that you were on there. And don't think... If yeah, you, all of you, including if you, Jake. Yeah, uh, you're right. Especially you, Jake. Yes. Especially you, Especially you're going to pick on Brother Jake. We like to pick on you. It's fine. He but, needs uh, it. Yep, he needs it. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. That's how you know you're loved. Amen? Amen. So if, you're, if your reaction to hearing that command is anxiety or fear, it means there's circumcision that needs to happen. Uh, so it's very important. But if, if it really happens for you, you're going to have those two to three things. It's going to come to mind right away. So, 
Okay. Amen. Amen. It's very important because the only thing worse than not rising is rising in cosmic unrighteousness. That is probably the most dangerous, worst thing that you could do. They start walking on black stones and think they're walking on white stones with new names. Oh, I just saw an it. angel flash here. You know, Whoa. some of these people hey. they'll they'll go up black stones with the teachings sure. of righteousness. We've seen it before. That's why you want to make sure you're circumcised with the fruitfulness of the virginity, the purity, the accuracy, and not just in your own world. Bring it to the apostles. Mm -hmm. The apostles have mm -hmm. the government of God on their shoulders, mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean you have to private message us. Just, just put it on the just put Facebook. it in the RLM group. Yep. You know we're so active in there, not constantly, but when we have free time. Yep. And, and we're not available for personal other. ministry. Yep. That's not our job. We're to train armies. Yes. We're to train armies of nations. So this isn't about personal ministry. This is about raising up armies yep. on sapphire stones. And it's not mm -hmm. because we're better than that. It's because that's our job. Yep. And we're not going to disobey our job, nor the assignment that God the Father has given us to wait tables. And it's not that we're better than those who wait tables. We have a different assignment than those called to wait tables. Yep. Do your job. Amen. 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 Glory bless you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. If you'd like to give an offering, think about how you can help the vision of RLM TV expand in California, expand in Florida with headquarters, broadcasting headquarters. Television, think television station headquarters because that's how media expands. There are, if you have a Fox News, now get a vision for supporting this now because when you're supporting true apostolic ministry, you are supporting the expansion of apostolic television because that's how God's doing it in this day. When you have a Fox News, what do they do? They go into every town. They go into every county. They go into every city. They go into every state. They go into every nation that they can get in. And what do they do? They plant a studio. Since we are a media broadcasting apostleship of the end times, that's how we expand. That's the vision of RLM Global. It's broadcasting. It's television. It's media. This is how we conquer everything. This is the front lines warfare. It's all media. As you know, whoever rules the media rules the world. You don't have to look further than the U.S. elections to know that. But somehow we don't get that in Christianity. It's the same in Christendom, people. So as we expand in broadcasting centers in every city and town around the world, guess what? This message conquers cities and nations and brings the glory down through the ladder of Jesus Christ from his very throne in heaven. In Jesus' name, support that vision with all your house. Mm -hmm. Bring the tithe and offering into that vision with all your house, and you will be blessed because you're not supporting a human ministry, a human vision, but a divine ministry and a divine vision directly from the throne of God and Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. We'll Amen. see you guys tomorrow.
but there's some other doors, some more glorious doors, <laughs> some doors that you've never considered before. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, thoughts of good and not of evil to bring you unto my expected end. And you'll go from glory to glory. You'll go from glory to glory. We'll go. Oh, we'll go from glory to glory. We'll go in the will of the Lord. Yes, we'll go from glory to glory. We'll go. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
taste of the milk and honey. Amen. Get rid of all the bitter memories. Let all of the bitterness leave. Eat of the milk and the honey. 